Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, welcome back. 94 WIP, John Johnson with you. Wow, that was quite a John Middleton press conference, Zoom availability, whatever you want to call it. We've been venting and ranting about it. Someone who was involved asking pertinent questions was our own Howard Eskin, uh, who the moment it was over, I contacted and I said, hey, can, do you mind joining me for a few minutes because maybe I'm missing something here. Uh, and he joins us now. <laughs> Howard, that was, uh, that was something. Yeah, uh, um, I'm still uh, – I'm not – I mean, I understand Clintech had to go. Uh, there's no question about that. Uh, the biggest problem – there's a few things that, that – um, Obviously, I didn't agree with, but it's not my team. Uh, but I still, it doesn't matter. I didn't agree with. Uh, the reason Matt Klintak got fired, and he touched on a lot of things, the reason he got fired uh, was because of player development. Mm. All right, and that's, the player development's terrible. The minor league system is a joke. So that's a valid reason. And then he said, well, Matt did a good job with the signing of free agents. You know, it, it went on so long, I, I couldn't get in. Well, that's great. He spent all your money, uh, and you still didn't have a plus 500 team right. in the five years he was here. Right. So how good a job. In, um, hey, John, you could have signed uh, a Bryce Harper at $330 million. Exactly. Uh, you know, I could go down at 6th and Walnut and find a homeless person. <laughs> hey, I'm going to give you $330 million. Yeah, well, he could have signed him too. Right. Zach Wheeler. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon, you know, all these guys that were signed uh, could have been signed by other people, but you can't build a winning team with, with free agents. You need a, a, your system to supply people in there so you can, you know, kind of pluck in once in a while a free agent that might round out what you need. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's, you know, there's some things I, dis uh, I disagreed with. I'll tell you, if you, I'm going to tell you the biggest, not the biggest disagreement, one of the disagreements, and I uh, asked him about it. 
you know, he's got all this love for Andy McPhail. Yes. I mean, if, uh, and I'm sure the fans are pissed, right? Yeah, that absolutely. I mean, that he's going to be involved in finding the next general manager, and then got was it? I don't. I'm not sure if it was you, Howard, but I. But it's. I'm trying to find the audio to pull it now to, to play it over and over again. Where when asked about Andy McPhail and, and you know why he would still be involved, his immediate John Middleton's immediate uh, response was, "You do know he won two World Series titles." Right, and and then uh, that's right. And I followed up. I think I was the the next question, uh, and he said he did win two. And if it wasn't for Steve Bartman, he could have been in the third. Uh, I'm just going to give you a little background to that. <laughs> Andy McPhail could have been Steve. So now we're going to blame it on Steve Bartman. Uh, uh, Bartman, the guy, and for people that don't know, that's the fan that reached out and interfered with the ball mm-hmm. in Chicago. Uh, regardless of all that, that, that has nothing to do with it. Uh, the reality is he didn't. The other part of the reality is uh, the, his first World Series team, he stepped into a team that was already set. That's right. And Minnesota won a World Series, and he really had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. He just happened to be the guy there, the general manager. But he has told people, you're going to love this. In the organization, I found out, the beginning of the year, he says, you know, if we get to a World Series, I think uh, I, I'll be elected to the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame! <sighs> You're kidding me. Andy McPhail has told people that he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, (laughs) So that's where when John, John, you'll hear it, he rolled out. He's won two World Series, could have won a third. And then I followed up with, um, really, one of those, Mm -hmm. I said he was handed the team. Uh, He says, well, Pat Gillick was handed the team. No, Pat Gillick supplemented. He was, <laughs> but he supplemented. But I didn't get into all that. No, I. Uh, and so and, and everybody re- listening to that knew exactly what you what was happening there. Yeah, he was. He's got this love for Andy McPhail. Uh, it, it's a joke, Andy McPhail. And I kind of, I think I may have mentioned, he's the one that selected Matt Clentak. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, so you know, and he's part of it. You know, when you. When you sever your ties, you sever your ties. And you, your point about he's going to be helping the selection of the next general manager, Andy McPhail's not going to be there in a year. He's not going to be exactly. there in a year. And mm-hmm. he kind of implied that somewhere along the way. Well, he'll be here for another year. Well, if he's only going to be there for a year, why should he have input? Now, John also, John Middleton also mentioned that he doesn't um, – have the contacts in baseball that other people do. Well, he could. He could. He's got, I mean, he, he could call Pat Gillick. That's right. Uh, and he, well, he could call Pat Gillick and somebody – and the question had it, had it come up. Would, Pat, would you choose Pat Gillick? Well, Pat Gillick doesn't want it, and he's pretty much said that. Yeah, he, he would choose it. But he can use Pat Gillick to try to get uh, – help him mm-hmm. in the process. That's right. And he, Pat Gillick, obviously knows a lot of baseball people, and he could help him get in touch with those baseball people. That that's the 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 real uh, the real problem here. That Annie McPhail, well, he got rid of one of the problems, but Annie McPhail is going to be uh, helping the process of uh, of finding another general manager, right. which I think 
is ridiculous. And in the meantime, Ned Rice is your interim GM. But yeah. hey, you say that and you say, well, no big deal. Somebody's got to fill the void for a time being. But John Middleton went on to say it's going to take a while due to COVID. Ned Rice and Matt Klintek were lock and step in the same mindset. So if it's going to take a while, so some notable decisions that are going to be coming in the, in the next month or two or three, however the hell long it takes, are going to be essentially made by that same mindset. It, it's, and it's stunning. Here's part, of the prob- here's part of the problem, John. They're minor league, uh, whether it, uh, the minor league system's bad, but the coaching must not be as good, and the scouts obviously aren't as good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't be that bad in the draft with your first-round picks. And John said one of the years was kind of was kind of thin. I, I think it was the year that Mickey Moniak was taken. I think the third pick is <laughs> – I forget the guy's name, but he's successful now in the major leagues. But they're minor league people. The Phillies had a pitcher there that had a 10 ERA last year, and he's one of the studs in the bullpen for Tampa right now. Uh, um, there, there has been, there, there's been numerous yeah. players, and he went on to say that the – uh, players that the organization drafted in 2017 and 18, they're overall in baseball number one in war. And, and, and yeah. like, it is un- I'm tired. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Howard, it's a, but I want to get into the one other thing because obviously fans are, are <laughs> blown away that McPhail is still going to be in this process. That's so, correct. But one of the they com- should be. They but, should be. But one of the comments made, Jim Salisbury asked the initial question. Multiple people had follow-ups, and then our own Tim Kelly just – destroyed him at the very end when it came to JT Romuto. Romuto, um, right. I, When you heard what he said about how having no fans, he basically waved the white flag, did he not? Here's, uh, well, yeah, here's a couple of things uh, that I'll tell you about that. Uh, they know JT's going to get a contract probably at least or more than five years. That's not what the Phillies want to do. I'll tell you this. I'll say this. I don't think you can give him a five-plus-year contract. I don't think you can do that at his age. Mm -hmm. But there's another question they have. I've heard from a couple, not a lot, and just a couple of people in the organization. They started to question the way JT called the game for certain pitchers. So, uh, or way handled. The word wasn't called. The way it was handled certain pitchers. So, I don't know how much of that influence they have to pay. But there's another problem here, and this has gone on too long. COVID could be a problem, could not be a problem. Uh, who knows, uh, you know, financially. Financially, it shouldn't be a problem as long as they don't go over the luxury tax. But if you sign JT Riamuto mm-hmm. and you know you need other people and they don't have a farm system, then it limits you. Right. Uh, I don't think D.D. Gregorius is going to be back, so you got to find a shortstop. Uh you got to find a center fielder. Hazley's not an everyday center fielder. It's a joke. Uh, and then uh, within a year, you're going to have to find a left fielder. McCutcheon's got one more year left on his contract. And the other thing is McCutcheon can't play every day, so you need somebody else. And I don't know that Jay – I think Jay Bruce is on the last year of his contract, and he always gets hurt anyway. So you got to find somebody – remember, next year it's going to be 162 games. It's not going to be 60. And McCutcheon didn't even play, you know, in, in – quite a few of the games in the 60 game season. Yeah, no, so, they have numerous uh, roster spots that need to be right, filled. Yeah. Right, and that's, that's part of the problem. But he was clear, and actually, uh, you'll have the sound, but I'm going to post it on Twitter, and, and Tim did ask a question at the end. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, when we made the trade, to trade Sixto, uh, you know, at that point, I said, you know, basically said, we have to sign him if we're going to trade uh, Sixto Sanchez. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and they didn't. And that is part of the issue because it's like Dallas Green years ago 
who was a brilliant guy, he says, if you have a good farm system, you can trade prospects because you're good enough to get more if you're close. Right. So the Phillies felt that they could be a playoff team. Okay, they could be a playoff team. So they're in that position to be able to do that, and Florida was not. Florida's a better team now anyway. Uh, Florida, it was not. So they could trade him away. So they were kind of caught between uh, when they made that trade, thinking they were almost on the doorstep. But he did say, he finally did say, you know, when I made that trade, when we made that trade, um, I expected – us to sign him. Right. And uh, the, otherwise, it wasn't a good trade. Well, this is and, yep. that, and what he said in a follow up to that is what bothered me the most because he said, "quote um, I'm trying to think where I had it noted here, but he said the you know he he felt the baseball people felt they could re-sign him at the time of the trade. Well, yep. I mean, John Middleton has said numerous times, "I'm not just a potted plant." Um, when it comes to you know small signings, I, you don't have to. I don't want to be involved, but the big signings, I do. Couldn't he have easily just stepped in and said, we just acquired this guy, I'm signing him right now, just like he did with Bryce Harper, just like he got involved with Joe Girardi. Why no involvement then? Well, uh, I think it was the the, five, the minimum of five years. I think that was kind of the – because it wouldn't, have, it wouldn't have started until now, and I think JT's 30 years old, right? Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't have started till now, and I think they really had to have – um, they had. They have to have better backups. They have to have better resources if they made that trade, and they didn't. Uh, when we look back, on hindsight's always easy. Yeah. You have to have better resources, but you would expect, as Dallas Green always did. You know, that's how he got so many years into World Series and won a World Series in '80. You know, we got to trade guys because if we're good enough. We're going to get more guys in our farm system. And other teams do that. Uh, other teams do. Atlanta's traded some pretty good prospects, but they, uh, they, just, keep on, they just keep on coming. Yep. The Phillies, that's where, and I'll go back to my question last year, what are those two guys still sitting up there with you? It, 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 many people, like Jeffrey Lurie, would never say it publicly, but I know he felt he waited a year too, a year too long with Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. You got to do it a year too soon rather than a year too late. And the Phillies waited a year too long to start the next process, and that's the problem. And to do it with Andy McFailure uh, is a joke. <laughs> uh, it will be a joke, uh, and that's where uh, another one of the problems. I, I John really is a guy that wants to win. He will spend money. Doesn't want to go over the luxury tax because you're spending senseless money, because it doesn't make any difference. They go, okay, they sign another big free agent. What is that going to get them? If they have eight teams next year in the playoffs, will they get them there? I, I don't think so. They're not even the best. I think they're the worst team in their division they, right now. They very well might be. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the problem. I mean, the fact that John got out there and he explains it when he feels, but I don't think he's he's right in his feelings. I think he uh, he's too nice. I want to say he's too nice a person. Although in business you got to be tough, mm-hmm. and he's just got Matt and kind of gave him all that nonsense with with analytics. When he rolled out, what did he roll out last year? When I asked him the question, he talked about their bullpen being the fourth best in baseball. In velocity, in velocity, yeah. yeah. And then he threw oh, the yeah. velocity, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, who gives a damn? <laughs> you know, in this war and this analytics and this nonsense, that's the problem that – and Matt's poison – Matt Clintech has poisoned this organization. Mm. Don Middleton, I know, never believed in all that all that stuff. You use it as a, as a gauge, but he's poisoned the organization to think everything – and Andy McFailure is the same way – everything – Everything is based on those numbers. Take those computers and drop them all in the <laughs> Delaware, and you'll never find them because it's so damn dirty you'll never be able to fish them out. <laughs> uh, Howard, uh, I, I'm sure you'll have um, some of the John Middleton Zoom on your Twitter very, very soon. I appreciate yeah. you jumping on. All right, anytime, John. All right. All right. Your Sixers, just because they hired a coach, <laughs> don't think they're out of the woods with that roster. No, this is, this is step one of about 20 they need to take. 20, yeah. Well, that's 20 is a good start. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Howard, I appreciate it. The great Howard Eskin, uh, who I'm sure will be involved in uh, all the Eagles festivities tomorrow for their soon-to-be blowout loss to the uh, 49ers out in San Fran. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.